never get to Give her the head nod, oh my god Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren Today we're going to be talking about 77 Beverly Park from Lotus Flower Recorded sometime between 2008 and 2009 at 77 Beverly Park Lane uh, uh, which is being just assumed by people, uh, which was Prince's Beverly Hills uh, address while he was resident in uh, Los Angeles for uh, a few weeks. Um, and, uh, you know, as best people can figure out, uh, this must have been recorded there. I mean, stands to reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and it was released on the 24th of March 2009. On the track, we have Prince. It is three minutes and four seconds. And joining me to talk about it today is Elliot Wallace. Hello, Elliot. Hello. Uh, this is, um, I don't know if this is the final instrumental from Prince. I think it isn't because I think Plectrum Electrum is still to come. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it may be the, uh, the penultimate instrumental from Prince. Um, you know, and uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, it, it seems to have this kind of like Spanish guitar influence going on uh, throughout it. Um, you know, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's, an, it's like a nice break on uh, on Lotus Flower, um, you know, mentioned in the rap in Old School Company um, mm. on uh, MPLS Sound, along with a number of other tracks that are on this album. Um, you know, I think it, it's, it's a nice little kind of segue between uh, Love Like Jazz and Into Wall of Berlin, both of which are kind of a bit heavier. And in this track, it's just like a nice, uh, it's a nice short break between uh, between two kind of heavier songs. I was trying to figure out because I was listening to this song kind of on its own. And the way the song kind of starts, it, it seems to have uh, a couple sounds from or like just a couple notes or a little music from the previous song. And I was trying to figure out what was preceding it. And uh, it was love like love like jazz. And that, yeah. yeah, has kind of a heavier movement or sound to it. Um, yeah, and I guess I would have to kind of listen again to that those three songs in a row. Uh, for me, the style is definitely I I feel I have to listen to it again because I always thought that there was a harpsichord, and I didn't really think of it as kind of like a Spanish guitar, Spanish kind of uh, music like when we did uh, Tiama Corazon, uh, Tiama yeah. Corazon. Um, that is something I can kind of uh, easily identify, but this one it definitely sounded it reminded me a lot more of. That's more for one reason or another than kind of like flamenco dancing. And I would have to maybe sit it with it again and or maybe listen to more of flamenco and then compare. Um, but I mean, overall, it definitely has kind of like a, a classical music, classical music kind of vibe to it. So, I, I mean, you know, I agree with you kind of there and the style of the, of the music. Yeah, I mean, I uh, when I say flamenco, I mean the the kind of flamenco guitar, like the style of guitar playing yeah. feels like it's kind of flamenco influenced. Yeah. Uh, not that it's kind of closer to flamenco dancing, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like it, it's one of these weird things where it, I mean, it's kind of hard to kind of talk about an instrumental, um, but it kind of starts off, you know, fairly quiet, and then kind of starts to build up, um, you know, as the song goes on, and then there's a little bit of a kind of. A, I don't know if I call it a solo, but there's just like a bit more kind of prominent guitar stuff. Um, and then, you know, it kind of just finishes and, <laughs> and then we're into the next track. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you are right that there is like this is this is one of those things where um, 
I think, you know, uh, when Prince issued this, uh, you know, uh, kind of when he was coming up with the order for the album, some of the tracks do kind of bleed into each other a little bit. So there is kind of, you know, a bit of colonized mind kind of is at the start of Feel Better. Um, you know, there's a couple of notes from the end of um, Feel Better that kind of start off Love Like Jazz. And it's the same with this, you know, like there's a little tiny bit of this that kind of as Wall of Berlin starts, you kind of get the little fade out at the end of this track right. kind of bleeding into it. So it's obviously a Prince that had kind of put this together intending for the whole thing to be... To flow together. You know, the fact that... It, yeah, the, the the fact that it has like the bookends of from the Lotus and back to the Lotus, it's it's clear that Prince had an idea for this album of like, you know, the tracks need to be listened to in this order and they kind of need to go together, and uh, you know, so that's obviously why it's been done like that on the CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah. it's a bit of a pain when you're trying to cut the tracks up um, to listen to them individually because you end up with tracks getting cut off like a second, you know, too early, and yeah. you also end up with like a little bit of like you say a couple of notes from the previous track kind of at the start of this. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, like I think I think it's its place is kind of you know is kind of interesting just because it is it feels like a little bit of a kind of short break uh, between those two tracks. In terms of like Prince kind of naming it seventy seven Beverly Park Lane, that just I don't know that I guess that's why people kind of think obviously it must have been recorded there, um, and. You know, uh, to me, it, it just feels like one of those things where maybe Prince did like the instrumental, you know, just called it after where it was recorded. And yeah. then maybe he, he kind of intended to go back to it at a later date, but then was just like, you know, I'm just going to keep the name because, because it, it'll just be kind of, I don't know, this, this is like, you know, he, he, he named Paisley Park before he opened Paisley Park. Right. Um, you know, and obviously this is him naming the place where he was. Thirty-one twenty-one is also a bit of a reference to the place where he was staying when mm. um, he was recording that album. Um, so I don't know. I, I kind of like these songs that refer to places where Prince has been, uh, because I think it's quite interesting that Prince felt the need to, uh, like he didn't, he, like he could have called this anything. Yeah. But the fact that he kept it at seventy-seven Beverly Park is just a nice little thing of like. Uh, you know, kind of reminding Prince, maybe you know, this is where you were when you recorded this song. Yeah, and but I guess like at the same time, that makes me think of, and uh, we we're always kind of dancing around how much of an autobiography, or even how much mythology, uh, we want to bring into like Prince's music. So I guess I I mean, what does that say to you know where Prince was at the time, uh, insofar as where he was in his mindset at the time when he was making that music 2008 2009 and saying here's where i am at this time here's the space i'm in and here's how it also then uh impacted my music because i think of especially something like paisley park i think of that as a bit aspirational and sort of like um strawberry strawberry fields forever uh not just because of like the the psychedelic uh influence of it but also you know either a place where what reminds him of a childhood or a place where he wants to go in a way. But what does that mean? We know when he's talking about, you know, 77 Beverly park, what does that mean for him now? Or does that mean anything for him now? Or was it like, uh, I just need to get this song out. Yeah. I recorded it here, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's I guess it's kind of like leaving, <laughs> it's like leaving something as untitled number one. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, if you've called it untitled number one, it is no, it has a title now. It is no longer untitled. It yeah. is a, you know, and it's a kind of weird little dichotomy. It's like, oh, well, you know, I guess, you know, I was at 77 Beverly, Beverly Park. And so that's, that's why I'm, I'm just calling it that. Um, yeah. And I mean, it's weird because obviously, uh, you know, there's a song called Calhoun Square, which is about, 
you know, a place in in, in Minneapolis uh, called Calhoun Square, which these days is a like just a normal shopping mall. Um, <laughs> but but I think when what Prince is thinking about when he talks about Calhoun Square is something maybe that kind of is from his childhood or you know like maybe there was a jazz club there or like yeah. he's thinking about something that was that is gone. And I think that maybe that's the same thing with like you know, uh, obviously with Paisley Park, it's it's an idealized thing. Um, you know, obviously Strawberry Fields is also a real place uh, yeah. in Liverpool, um, but also but also is now a place in Central Park as well, which has been <laughs> named after because of John Lennon being killed near there. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, I don't know. I think I find I find it interesting when artists have these certain kind of like mythic places, um, and you know, seventy seven Beverly Beverly Park. Like on first listen, you're like, well, this is, you know, this is an interesting instrumental, but what is that title about? You know, what is it trying to evoke? And in the end, it's probably just like an engineer just labeling a demo and just <laughs> kind of leaving yeah. it to one side. I think it was in, in in the vault that kind of said it was recorded either between 2008, 2009. I think you mentioned that. So it yeah. could have also just been like, this is where this was recorded while Prince was moving around and making music at this time. And he was like, yeah, that's kind of a cool name. Yeah, I well, that's it as well. Like, I mean, I guess if I was Prince, I probably would have dropped the seventy-seven and just called it Beverly Park, and because that that like just calling it seventy-seven Beverly Park makes it feel like a street address, whereas just calling it Beverly Park, either that could be someone called Beverly, or yeah. it could be a place called Beverly Park, and that would kind of evoke Paisley Park a little bit, right? Whereas you know, just calling it seventy-seven Beverly Park kind of makes it a bit more clear that it's oh yeah, it's this place, <laughs> this place in Beverly Hills where Prince rented for a couple of years, and it's. I don't know. It just it makes it feel just a tiny bit less glamorous. But at the same time, you're right. You know, there is a certain kind of level of mythologizing stuff that Prince has, you know, done, and uh, you know, kind of being like, oh well, you know, I'm sure if I were at some point to travel to Beverly Hills, I would probably insist on going to 77 Beverly Park Lane to see the place where Prince recorded. Yeah. Or you know, I would insist on going to you know 3121 Entello Road to see the place where Prince recorded stuff, like you know. Um, and if it still existed, because I I can't remember. I think the the Kiowa Trail home has been knocked down since, uh, or Galpin Boulevard. I can't remember which one. I think both at this point have, have been raised, mm. um, and the land sold as part of you know the, uh, the the kind of the estate since Prince's death. Uh, but obviously, while those were still existing properties, you know, if I were a fan, I would have travelled to those places to see them because it's like, well, this is where Prince, you know, recorded stuff. Yeah, um, a pilgrimage. And even if I was, yeah, pop, and I think a, a even if I was like in pop. Pop music pilgrimage. Even if I was like in LA, I'd be like, I'm going to have to go to see Sunset Sound because Prince recorded yeah. like a ton of stuff there. And, you know, like you, you just want to, uh, you know, you just want to kind of be in the places where Prince has been. I mean, you know, obviously Prince did 21 nights at the uh, at the O2 around the time that this album came out. Um, and I've been to the O2 and I've kind of stood in the place where Prince, you know, did those concerts. And so it's like, I'm, you know, it wasn't like a pilgrimage or anything, but it was just like, oh, I'm in the O2. Prince was like a decade ago. Prince was here mm. performing for 21 nights. Like this is where Prince, this is a place where Prince has been basically. Yeah. Um, you know, and I even, uh, when I was younger, I went and saw uh, the Rolling Stones at, um, at Wembley Stadium. Uh-huh. Um, and it was, a, it was about a year after Prince had done like, um, I think he, I, I can never remember. I think he did like five or six sold out nights at Wembley and it was a record at the time. Um, so it's like I've been I've been at the old Wembley Stadium where Prince played, you know, at the old Wembley Stadium. So it's like places where Prince has been 
uh, end up kind of holding this this kind of thing and it's like you know obviously were i to ever go to beverly hills then you know i'd have to go past beverly 77 beverly park lane yeah. just to kind of be like oh yeah this is definitely a place where prince recorded something because he went to the trouble of naming a song after it yeah um although at the same time it doesn't feel like that's like a you know, a part of the mythology. It doesn't feel like Prince is like, oh, I've got to name a song after this. It just feels like... But but you going on that pilgrimage and you, you you know, seeing, well, I have to see it if I'm in this location, that's a part of the uh, mythology more so than I yeah. think... I think it's, 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 it's kind of a different aspect of it. It's not so much, this is what built me, it's just here's where I was. And I think that's... Yeah another part of it too i think it's kind of interesting because it it, like it doesn't feel like 77 beverly park is a particularly meaningful thing to prince like we say it just feels like maybe it's it's like it's just a factual statement of (laughs) this is where he recorded this instrumental um but i don't know i still find it quite interesting that it's like you know he didn't he didn't change the title and he could have changed it to anything and and he still you know maybe he was just getting close to the release deadline he was like just just keep just keep it you know maybe it was called 77 beverly park lane and he was like just get rid of the word lane and we'll just we'll call it and we'll call it a day you know let's let's yeah. not try and think up fancy titles for this but at the same time like i said he mentions it in old school company he lists like a bunch of songs and he, this is he calls it 77 beverly park in that at the same time he might be referring to the instrumental or he might be referring to the place we don't you know yeah uh, we don't know but uh, i don't know it's still one of those little kind of pieces of the prince mythos where you're like oh you know this is like this is something that probably meant something to prince or at the same time it could have meant nothing but for prince fans it's always going to mean something oh yeah um so yeah i mean i like this instrumental i think you know it's 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 kind of a nice little break on the album Uh, i'm not a huge fan of everything on lotus flower but i think this kind of fits well where it is on the album um and for me i would say i don't know i just say it's a solid three out of five like it's nothing spectacular but it's just a nice little break uh placed where it is on the album I think of all the instrumentals we've done uh, or, you know, I've gone over with Prince. I think this is a little bit more memorable, uh, especially, uh, uh, you know, compared to uh, the instrumental albums that we uh, went over. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely give it a, a three out of five as well. Uh, Prince never played it live. No. Um, so, <laughs> which I, I guess to me, it's like, well, he played Paisley Park live plenty. And, you know, so it's like. Maybe that meant a bit more than just 77 Beverly Park yeah. to him. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, the thing is, as well, is with some instrumentals, he could easily kind of play like a, a couple of bars from it, and people probably wouldn't notice if it's like, you know, in the middle of songs or as a build up to songs. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it, it's kind of at this point, I don't think Prince was touring around this time. I think he started touring again when 2010 came out, and then he toured, you know, quite extensively until um, until his final kind of few albums came out. Um, so I guess it kind of makes sense that around this time he he wasn't kind of uh, playing these songs live. Um, so you know, I feel like we said about as much as we can about seventy seven Beverly Park. Yep. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to talk about? Eddie? You can follow me on Twitter at e h Wallace, and you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us. Not sure why you would at Prince Track by Track at gmail dot com. Thanks once more for being my guest, Aurelius. Thank you very much. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. Somewhere in the south, in the south, in the south, in the south.